coffee. Uh, you're making a lot of noise. That's per usual. That's apparently going to be a tradition on the podcast. Wait, I'm going to hold my coffee next to the mic. Oh, yeah, baby. Caveman coffee. Not paying us at all. It'd be awesome if they were. Oh, let me turn down the audio. Ben is... Talking about the Burt Kreischer, Doug Stanhope podcast. Well, you listen to part of Burt Kreischer's book. I'm sure somebody will call CPS after hearing that on the podcast. Yeah, that's such a good book, though, right? Like, if you ever write a book, isn't that how you want to do your recording? Like, record it yourself. Uh, what does that sound? It's like. Da, 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 da. Huh? I don't know, you need to move your mic away from your mouth, though, because you're, when you're listening to you breathe more than we're listening to you talk. All right, give me an A. A. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to sit over here? Is that more comfortable than where you're at? Because that way you can look there. Yeah, and then when we do interviews, we can just move these monitors away. Right? Yeah. And uh, that other person can sit on the other side of the desk. Oh, there you go. All right, man. Okay. Um, okay. So, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I want you to talk about... Okay, so we... Where the orange folder. So I gave Tristan a little bit of homework before the podcast. Uh-huh. And oh I can't even remember what website. Oh, it's on eenews.net. Uh but it's linked to off of one of the oh I can't even remember which one now, but one of the conservation groups that are following Facebook uh, posted this article. Written by Phil Phil Taylor. So it's E and E according to the byline. And Phil Taylor wrote it and it's about the O'Tools. The com the headline is Public Lands, the O'Tools, Polar Opposites of the Bundies. And I wanted Tristan to give a real quick kind of book review y kind of Segment, just tell me kind of what you learned about the O'Tools and in that article. I learned that the O'Tools are farmers who use BMLNs for their sheep. BLM. BLM lands. Bureau of Land Management. BLM lands to graze their sheep and cattle Mm -hmm. but they're also trying to conserve elk antelope and sage grouse territory Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty interesting that's it uh and that is the main stuff i guess 
Ooh, sorry. Anything else? Anything like hardships they've been dealing with? Oh, yeah, they've been dealing with hardships from the BCA. Those are people who, like, don't want people grazing on BLM lands. I got you. Right. And they also have to deal with hardships from a, like, uh, the Biodiversity Conservation Alliance, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, the Biodiversity Conservation Alliance was a little startup kind of conservation, supposedly conservation. Well, not supposed. I'm saying supposedly like in a catty way, just because from what little bit I've read on it, I don't like how they go about stuff because they're attacking. Well, attacking. Yeah, I keep coloring this. Uh, more than I should. Oh, I guess I should say welcome to the Wilderness Law Podcast. Yeah, is that a thing? Okay. Anyways. Lane and Tristan here to deliver monotonous conservation hunting facts. Please stop. I know, I gotta set my chair. And y'all are gonna get to listen to us eat a lot on the podcast today. No. Um, sounded like you murder a robot. <laughs> Did you know that there's a bobcat season in Colorado? Is it really? Yeah. That's cool. It's during Let's October. I wonder how much non-resident tags are for them. Probably not that much. I okay. bet they're overpopulated. Let's get back to the thing. Alright, so what did you learn anything about the Bundys? Mm-mm. They just talked about the Bundys, like, yeah, saying... just referenced them, right? Yeah. So, let's... Okay, so... Boom, boom, boom. I opened some... Uh, oh, tabs up. Oh, can you go... Uh, turn that stupid... Turn your mic off and go turn the radio off. And I'm going to talk kind of loudly so you can hear me about the Bundys. So, Cliven Bundy is the dad of the family. Uh, He, let's see, I guess he's had a lawsuit going for like 20 years uh, where the uh, federal government is suing him. So, uh... Yeah, Dingle Fritz. Okay, so here's the thing. I didn't even know this existed until uh, Clive and Bundy started his crap in 2014. Uh, so a lot of ranchers, including the Bundys and the O'Tools, they have like an agreement with whoever. I guess I don't know how it works. I guess you'd have to send in an application or something. Anyway, they have an agreement with BLM to graze their domesticated livestock on BLM land, right? So it's like you're renting grass or whatever, like you're buying grass. It's like, so you'll have a ranch, but you'll have, that mean, but you'll be able, so you'll own your ranch, but you'll be able to have a capacity... 
have more livestock than you actually have a capacity for within your property lines because you were able to gain access to graze your cattle or sheep or whatever on BLM land, on public land, right? The same land that we would hunt in theory, although I think sometimes permissions are different depending on where you're at and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, federal government had been in a litigation situation with Clive and Bundy for about 20 years because he kept grazing his cattle on BLM land without paying the fee that he had agreed to pay. And, uh, and then in 2014, can't remember how it exactly started. I have it right here. Well, right there. Very closed. So in in March twenty March twenty seventh two thousand fourteen, hundred and forty five plus acres. The hundred and forty five thousand plus acres in Clark County, Nevada, or Nevada, uh, were closed to grazing. And they were going to remove trespassing cattle, which is Clive and Bundy's cattle, right? Um, so law enforcement came out. They're going to facilitate all this. Um, and then Bundy... I don't remember who... But it turned into a deal where, like... What I remember from the news, and this is kind of taking too long to tell me what I want to know, um, it turned into not, they weren't shooting at each other, but like FBI and ATF had to go down there because he wouldn't remove his cattle. And I want to say he started defending, it's hard to say defending his cattle because it's not, I don't know that they're trying to hurt his cattle. But def I guess depending in defending his pocketbook, right? Uh, his, from federal authorities removing his cattle uh, with an armed presence there, and so it turned. It was like all over the news and blah blah blah. But basically, I mean, he's been stealing from us. I mean, that's what it comes down to. He's been stealing from us for. 20 years, or more than that, I'm guessing, because it's BLM land, it's federally controlled land, we, our taxes help to maintain it, right, and he was grazing his cattle off on land that we all own without holding up his end of the bargain, and he decided, I'm not sure when exactly, that he was in the right because it's public land. He should be able to just take public land, basically. Right? Now, what does public land mean to you? I've kind of gone over it already. I it, guess, mean, <clears throat> it means everybody can access it. Boom. Everybody, not just this nutbag with a weird name. Oh, I wrote a note here. I wanted to make fun of their names. 
Because it's Clive and is the old dude. All right. You know, old dudes have weird names. That's just, that's pretty standard. But his sons are Amon, A-M-M-O-N, and, well, Ryan. That's a standard issue name. But, like, and then when this second thing I'm going to talk about was going on, uh, there's a lot of dudes with these weird names. It's like, and I was saying it's like the opposite of a Star Wars name. Because Star Wars characters have names that sound similar to names that we're used to people having, but just like a half-step-into-the-future version of them, right? And these idiots, <laughs> um, there's really no better word for it, seem to have names that are like a half-step backwards. What's wrong with that one dude's face? Uh, I'm going to guess he got hurt at some point. Uh that looks like maybe that's Ryan Bundy. That looks like maybe the results of like reconstructed surgery or something. I'm not sure. Um, so anyway, so the standoff in 2014 ended without violence. Uh, it actually ended in Clive and Bundy's favor, even though. He definitely made himself a lot of new enemies and that a lot of people were now hated him who hadn't heard of him before that. <clears throat> but the BLM or the FBI and all those guys, they just backed away. I think it's mainly they just didn't want to be shooting somebody on national TV is my interpretation of it, right? Cut to... Uh, a year and change later, right? His son, Eamon Bundy, and the other son, Ryan Bundy, and a bunch of other mental midgets <clears throat> go to... Alright, so I guess a little bit of background. So there's a town in Oregon. Hang on. I don't even remember where. I don't really care. And there's a family that's been ranching there for a long time. And they've had disputes with the BLM. And the BLM was going to uh, annex part of their land. And it was a legal thing that got decided a long time ago. And the family ended up doing a controlled burn over BLM land. Right Now, controlled burns happen all the time. They're necessary. Uh, you got to do that for wildlife health for plant health right you know how they have the wildfires in california every year you've heard of that so the wildfires in california happen because once the underbrush grows too thick it'll be uh kind of the same thing that causes heat and composting will get to such an extreme that there, something will combust and it's nature's way of doing a con not so controlled burn, and people lose houses. So instead of letting it get to that point, you'll do a controlled burn in these areas. We do it. People in Texas, I don't know about. I'm sure everybody it happens in all states, but in Texas, people do it in their yards sometimes. <laughs> we accidentally did one with the fire spreading across the grass. You remember that? Eh, I mean, that's just part of having a burn pit. It's, uh, you know, we didn't have rocks around it, and I don't want it to be a burn pit forever, so that's why I didn't put rocks around it. 
Um, but anyway, so Tweedledee and Tweedledummer. Uh, and, oh, okay, so the family was in a, and like, a couple of the guys. And there's, maybe there should be an investigation to see if there's some kind of abuse of power. Because they were, uh, a couple of the guys out of the family did some time in jail for the controlled burn thing. Got out of jail, then a different judge or something, I can't remember now, decides that they, that wasn't enough time, that they're going to, and so he, and I've never heard of this, I don't know if there's a precedent for this, but he decides they're going into jail for longer now, and they're calling it terrorism, The they're calling the controlled burn terrorism, right? And so that sounds messed up, and maybe there is something wrong there, and I'm not, and it's entirely possible. But so these morons, uh, the Bundys, the sons, show up, and I guess they had a community of like online, also stupid people, uh, and they all show up, all of them armed, and take, and so and. Okay, so the land, the the public land, managed by BLM, that this family in Oregon was having a conflict with is called the, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong because it's a weird word, the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge, right? And they've actually done a lot of awesome work at uh, building. Uh, Habitat, re, uh, regaining habitat for avian uh, migratory birds, right? Uh, like uh, geese, stuff like that, and cranes. <clears throat> and so this is just like a ranger station, basically. Well, and there was nobody there because it was winter time, and that's like a springtime building. Like all the rangers were in a different part of the place at the time right and so they took all these guns and break into this building basically right and they stayed there okay so oh i thought it was in starting in 2015 but it started right after started uh january 2nd of 2016 ended february 11th 40 days so they were in there the sheriff's department showed up, BLM people were on the news, blah, 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 blah. And they're saying that they're taking this place over to protest in favor of that family who was in dispute over the BLM grazing rights, right? And possible terrorism. Uh, but from everything I've read, the family didn't want them to do that. The family was like, yeah, we'll go. They had already resigned themselves to spending more time in jail. I'm sure if these guys doing this got them out of jail, they would have been fine with it. Uh, and I guess there was something about uh, them being in jail as long as they were going to be in jail would probably definitely mean they were going to lose all their land. Right. Because I couldn't work it. Okay. And so, and this is public land. And it's public land, and these guys took it over. One old dude whose name I can't remember, and honestly, I don't care. 
don't owe him anything. And he might have been a nice guy. I'm going to bet he wasn't. <laughs> uh, got, he got dead. Right? And there's video of it. You can watch the FBI kill him. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, I follow a lot of hunter groups and libertarian groups. And, and it's, and I'm primarily libertarian. I think we talked about that on the president podcast. I'm not sure. But th this is a place where I'm starting to not be libertarian with public land. Because a libertarian, as far like a, a libertarian point of view on this would be that there shouldn't be any public land, and it should be all privately owned. But I like there being public land, and I like that it's not all full of oil pipes, right? And a lot, and some hopefully some more and more hunters start listening to this podcast, and this will probably drive some of them away, some of them away, but. Oil is not the energy source of tomorrow. If we're still dependent on oil in 20, 30 years, we screwed something up, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's my generation and your generation. You know, if we, that's, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to have solved that. And I don't think wind is the answer, personally. I'm not sure what is. I think, honestly, I think solar panels that you don't have to just completely destroy the earth to build would be awesome. Like the ones that go in the house? Yeah, exactly. From what little bit I read, like there's some kind of and I'm speaking a little bit out of school because it was like years ago that I read this and I don't know if it's still the case. Maybe they've already solved this and I just don't know. Uh, but there is like a certain type of metal that you needed to make solar panels work and you could only find it in like these mines in South America or Russia or something and they were just destroying huge regions just to make these stupid I say stupid I don't mean stupid. you know what I mean so if they found a way a more mo better way to make uh, solar panels that'd be cool I think or whatever or you know something do you know what uh, geothermal energy is uh technically I think that might be it because because it makes a lot of power but it can't go very far one problem and another one what do you mean it can't go very far because it needs hot water to work so you just build a power plant at a place with hot water i know but yeah what yeah that's a good that's what they do yeah um does it make it's steam, right? Steam yeah, it's steam instead of turns into physical power because it turns a turbine or something. Instead like of that. using coal to burn it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. They use like geysers and stuff. Yeah, that might be cool. The other one is biomass. Biomass energy, or yeah. is that a video game? Biomass energy. Biomass energy. All right, biomass pyramid. 
contains biomass because plants absorb energy when biomass is burned. Oh, okay. All right. And y'all are learning about this in school? Yeah, we already learned about it. Awesome. So what's biomass energy? I'm going to cover your eyes. Biomass energy is you using plants that absorb the energy from the sun to power things. All right. Sounds cool. All right. So I'm done. Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, New York a little bit. So this New is our, York. My, our first podcast after I got back from New York City. Which was a lot of fun. Can we do this thing? This? Yeah. Yeah, after. That's one of the things. It's on my list. Okay, list of things. That's actually a thing. I just... There. It's now on my list. Okay. Where is it on your list? Okay, oh, wait. I wanted to... Let's back up to the O'Tools. So the Bundys are... They think you should be able to just take public land. Like, you as an individual should just claim this land is yours even though it's technically spoken for by all americans and we've decided these are the borders this is the land now i don't like it when i hear about federal government taking over people's lands and i've heard about that a lot uh although i've heard about it less in recent years oh i learned about that that's definitely a problem no yeah i remember the big deal when i was a kid was uh, railroad right and if the railroad decided that they needed to go through your house, that it saved them enough money to make it worth it, and you didn't want to sell your house to them, they, you know, it's a railroad. They're in with the government. It's all, they work together. And I'm not saying, not like a conspiracy, like they have to. You know, it's it's a public It's like building a highway. Right, when you build railroads, because, you know, it's, anybody can use it. Kind of a deal. It's, it's a road. It's a road with rails on it. Makes sense? Yeah. And uh, they would, uh, like, I knew a guy in high school. Uh, his, his, he was a dad at church. Uh, his kids are all grown up now, too. Uh, Brad and, damn, I'm blanking on his other son's name. Anyway, Ricky was the dad's name, and Ricky had worked for the railroad for a long time, and I remember having a conversation with him where he quit because it was a situation like that where the survey crew and the engineers decide, quit. I'm trying not to make And decide the rails are going through this dude's house, right? And that dude didn't want to sell, and so... So, nobody wants to listen to that dude. And uh, so they found, like, some kind of owl that was living on that land and decided and got it added to the ESA list, Endangered Species Act, and basically just took that guy's house from him. Said, and then got, I guess there was already a, statute in place or standard or whatever that said um, the railroad cutting through the middle is okay for that animal's habitat but a house was not right so instead of him getting paid fair market value he lost his house really like no money 
That's the way the story was told to me. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on it. Okay, so New York. So my brother moved back to Austin from New York, and hopefully I can talk him into producing this podcast once we get all the cool gear that we're getting that's on order. My brother's been living in New York for the past two and a half years, managing a, a Alamo Draft House up there, and got tired of it because a lot of people up there are not good people. Your microphone is right there. I know, I'm sure. I need to get you headphones so you can hear the insane amount of noise that you make. Yeah, you're making tons of noise, doing all the th- those things you're doing. All right, talk to me now that you Hello. I'm gonna... okay. Hello. All right. It wasn't the breathing. It was the you touching everything. Make sense? I'm trying not to. Oh. What you can do is keep your pack where you can see it and flip your switch off anytime you want to make a... Does that not make noise? I don't know. Let's try it. You already made tons of noise. That's just a little click. Not too bad. Turn it back on. Hello? There you go. Talk to me, Goose. Talk. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you're good. Okay, and so I did a lot of New York. Cool. It was my first time in New York. Uh, it was really kind of the first time Adam got to do all that much in Manhattan. He was living in Yonkers, so we took the train into Manhattan, like true Yankees. And uh, I don't like that. I don't like not having a car. Um, but Sounds like a pain in the butt. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't mind walking places, but... Not having a car. Training so. places? What? And training places? Is going on a train places fun? Yeah. Training is already a word that doesn't mean that. Motard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that word. Yeah. And so, what do we do? We went to the Comedy Cellar, which is, uh, for anybody that watches Louis C.K.'s TV show, that's where he usually performs. We didn't see him. We saw David Tell. And Jeffrey Ross, which was awesome. And a handful of other people. Uh, Lisa Traeger was the host, and she was cool. She kept picking on me. It was awesome. And it actually was. She was really funny. And then, uh, but the cool stuff that's a little more pertinent to wilderness life is, so... I flew up there, we loaded, at, uh, so we spent a few days goofing around doing touristy crap, then we loaded my brother's gear in a rental SUV, and we drove from Yonkers to Texas. It was supposed to take two days of relatively easy driving, and ended up taking two and a half days of horrible driving with bad weather, but... Before we got out of New York, see, the road we took, we had to go through, you got on a highway in Yonkers, you went through part of the Bronx and part of Harlem before getting into New Jersey. And right when we were getting onto the highway in Yonkers, I saw, just on the side of the road, just in a ditch on the side of the road, I saw two turkeys, or sorry, two hens at first, and then I noticed... The huge gobbler. 
And he f- was fanned out, like he was strutting and demonstrating for the hens. And I'm going to tell you, the hens were bigger than any gobblers I've seen in Texas. Like, they were huge. They were massive, these turkeys. And they're just on the side of the road. And down here, they would be a monster. So I'm saying up there, they're just kind of, eh, run-of-the-mill turkeys. But that gobbler fanned out, and I'm saying... East and west, he was about a yard of fan, like three solid feet of fan. And I was like, man, but I was driving, so I was like, oh, maybe I didn't see it right. And I said that to Adam, and he's like, yeah, no, definitely. And Adam's better at seeing that kind of crap than me. So that's kind of fun. And then I saw a beaver in New Jersey, also on the side of the road. It was like eating something, like chasing a bug or something. Never seen a beaver before. Are they cool? Oh, well, I mean, he was just a beaver. I don't know. We didn't, you know, he didn't like. Did he have a shirt and a baseball cap on? No, he wasn't smoking cigarettes out behind the school or any of that stuff. That used to make you cool when I was a kid. Um, So I saw a beaver, saw, and then the rest of the way home, like we went through Tennessee and everything, and we saw some cool mountains. Need to take you there someday because you'll love them. And saw a handful of deer, but we didn't start seeing deer till we got into that was see, no, no, not Arkansas, Western Missouri or Western, not Missouri. What type? What type of Western Tennessee? Whitetail, just whitetail. That's all that's over there, really. Did you guys see any elk? No, that would have been cool. Uh, well, we ended up not going to Kentucky because it would have made the trip longer. Uh, and it would have been dark, so it would have been wasted. We uh, Virginia, we did uh, Pennsylvania and West Virginia and a tip of Maryland and not in that order. It's, it goes Pennsylvania, Maryland, West Virginia, all, uh, and then... part of Virginia in the dark and then we like pull over and got like four hours of sleep at a rest stop and then the rest of Virginia we did in the morning light but and it was cool because you were looking at mountains but there was like but because there was mountains if you wanted to stop it wasn't like pulling off the highway here and there's, like, places to eat and stuff like that. Like, you had to get off the highway and go for a few miles before there was food or anything like that. I can't remember what we ate. Uh, it was, I'm sure it was horrible. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, and then today is the day. So we're recording this podcast on April 21st, which is going to come into play here later. But uh, So kind of a funny pop culture and eh, not funny i mean a dude died but pop culture thing that happened today was prince the musician prince died um and i'm not sure do you know wh- what do you know about prince Tristan? nothing so you remember you've seen the old batman movie right not the old 60s one but the one with the uh, where Jack Nicholson is the Joker, 
and like at the end, Batman's in like this jet thing, and he's shooting at the Joker who's on the ground, and Joker falls from a clock tower. Uh, yeah, I figured. I knew you'd seen it when you were little. I didn't know if you'd remember. Yeah, we saw it like two years ago. Not even. Did you? Okay. Prince did the music in that. Oh. Uh, which, if I were to play something for you, you'd remember. But I'm not gonna play it. But before that, he was already like a giant, you know, like funk music and uh, '80s kind of funky pop music. He's a pretty cool guy. Like, we listened to him a lot in college. Him and George Clinton, Parliament, blah, blah, blah. Funk guys. And then, okay, so that's the next one. All right, so now we're going to eat real quick. There's going to be two segments of us eating on this podcast. Um, uh, the first thing we're going to do, well, I wanted to... Tristan, I want you to read. These are bars, like protein bars, and these are not on my diet. Good job. You broke me. So I'm on a ketogenic diet, which I, oh my God, each one of these bars by itself, I mean, I'm just going to eat a little bit off of them. You can eat the rest, unless they're really awesome, then I might steal but each one of these bars by itself has more than my daily allotment of carbs. Uh, this one has over twice my daily allotment. I'm going to have this one. Well, no, no, no. We're both going to try both. Oh, we? okay. Um, you want to read? I gotta, I'm got i going to look up. Read the one you're about to open. Why eat crickets? Well, that? like the name, company name. Oh, okay. So like this is Chapool, I think. Mm-hmm. It's made with cricket powder. It's dairy free, so, it so no. We're about to eat bugs. No dairy free, no soy. All natural. Cricket energy bar. Uh, contains all essential um, um, amino acids. Amino acids. Amino acids. This is an Aztec one, the red one, and it's chocolate coffee and can can k. What is that word? And cayenne, so cayenne. dark chocolate, coffee, coffee and, and cayenne. cayenne, so it'll be a little bit hot. Okay. Cayenne is like my favorite spice on earth. Uh, 1% for the planet. What? It says it on there, on the back. 1% for the planet. What does that even mean? I don't know. The original cricket bar. Hashtag bringing sexy back. Bring Capital I N. Oh, insects. Like the cricket is an insect, but it's I-N-S-E-X-Y-A-I, right? What? Oh, there we go. We give back. We invest 1% of all of our profits in water conservation in the re- Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so they. Okay, the original cricket bar. I was wanting to figure out where they are. Um, Maybe they're from Chapuli. Go ahead and open yours. Okay. That's C-H-A-P-U-L. Yeah. Is the name of the company. Do you mean to read the back part? They have pro- cricket protein powder. Oh, baking flour. Oh, nice. Yeah, cricket flour is supposed to be awesome. Should I? What? Go ahead and read open this? No, no, no. Okay. What's going on with your mic? Uh, go ahead. 
Okay. Try not to smack when you eat. Just. I don't know what's going on with your mind. Wait. It's giving me like weird buzzing, but it'll like go for a second and then stop. Go for a second and then stop. Right. Eat. Are you having? Oh, there you go. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, okay, yours is what was your flavor? Your oh, it's and dark, co dark chocolate, coffee, and cayenne. And the one I'm gonna start with is coconut, ginger, and lime. Let's mm. do this. Let's tap them together. Ooh, yours looks like dark chocolate, and mine looks like <laughs> poo. I know, like somebody <laughs> squared a piece of poo. Mine tastes like a candle. <laughs> What's yours taste like? A candle. <laughs> no. It's not bad, though. I could eat this while hunting. Mm. Cleanse your palate. Yeah, I could eat this. Oh, this one. Ooh, that's good. You're going to finish both of these. Here, drink that. It's just water. Okay, that one? Mm -hmm. Has a good aftertaste. Yeah. Hopefully we're not smacking too much in y'all's ears. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. All right, I'm done. You get the coffee and then the dark. I would love to eat. I do like the the dark chocolate coffee one. That's pretty good. I'm gonna wait for the aftertaste. Okay. Um, I have some 100% chocolate bars on the way. You know what that means? No sugar. Mm. They're supposed to be pretty good. How are they good? Hmm? How are they good? Mm. They're not sweet. Yeah, I like the chocolate one a lot. So the... Like, I've had 80% chocolate from, like, Whole Foods and stuff before. And this, I haven't tried it, so I don't know. It's just, it was, a uh, dude was on Joe Rogan talking about it, like, a couple weeks ago. And it's funny, because then I went to the website, and it said, in, next to, what is that? Hopefully it's not recording, but <clears throat> I really don't know. Um, uh, on the product page for the chocolate All right. I don't know. Testing. One, two. Yeah, I don't know. Do you hear it anymore? No, it's your. It's not constant. It's just every now and then. So I wonder if you're like putting stress on this. Turn turn your mic back on. It's already back on. Talk to me. Hello, hello, okay. hello. All right, just hold it or something, I guess. I don't really like this one. It really does taste like a candle. Yeah, I like the chocolate one a lot better. Yeah, but the well, chocolate one's a little but intense. I'll eat it. Quit being a wuss. I don't really like that lime one. No, I'm not a fan. I could eat like I could eat it in the field. Like I'm, it doesn't. I don't. It's not disgusting. I like, to I like me. the cayenne at the I, end. I just like that one better. Yeah, the cayenne hits you at the end. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Thumbs up to Chapool or Chapel Cricket Bars, Cricket Protein Bars. Good stuff, man. That's from a commercial that's 
actually from before I was born. Oh, uh, so much fun listening to you chew. All right, okay, I'm just done. set it down for now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we did that. All right, where are we at? Holy crap, we've already done 45 minutes. This is going to be a long one. Because um, this one, I want to get through this list. You know what? We could stop it now and just do another one. Like, stop it and then record. So that way we have two in the can. Don't we need to do this one? Are we going to add this? You know what? Part? Let's do... Yeah. Okay. So let's... We're going to do one last thing. Um, because of... We'll do the last eating thing. And then I'm going to stop it. And we're going to record the other one after. So today is April 21st. Tristan, I think knows this now april 21st is my stepdad's birthday my stepdad died a couple years ago um we were uh i'm not going to go into the whole story one of these podcasts or maybe a blog i'm not sure i do want to talk about him in more detail um but he's the one that got me into he's the reason we're hunters basically uh, a lot of hunters have that story where a father figure type took them hunting when they were kids and all that good stuff but but he passed away he was 60 years old had just turned uh, 60 a few months well i guess about six months but and uh we were out working on deer blinds like a week or two before bow season started that year and he just overexerted himself and there's a lot more to it if i like i could tell a long sad story but uh he had a because of the overexertion he had a heart attack neither of us knew it at the time i didn't know it till almost 24 hours later and it basically killed his brain and we were in the hospital for a long time but his name is glenn and he's one of the greatest people i've ever known in my life a very a positive force in the world was taken out of it and i don't talk about religion a whole lot and i'm not going to now I know Tristan is getting broken up. We love Glenn very, very much. But it's a, uh, you know, it's, he's in a better place. All the, you know, stuff you want to say. He was, he was big in the church. Uh, he was a scout leader with his church and all that good stuff. And I don't want to talk about it too much. Or Tristan will break up. But there, we have a tradition that we decided on when while Glenn was in the hospital that every year on his birthday his loved ones will Glenn's favorite ice cream I'm setting up the ice cream was strawberry ice cream oh let's try not to make a mess it's very melty and we're going to eat some on the podcast, and we're also going to eat some tonight at home with the girl, with your little sisters. But 
the tradition is every year on his birthday, his loved ones eat strawberry ice cream. I know my aunt, his sister, is uh, eating some. She was, her doctor actually recommended, she had some cancer type issues, and her doctor actually uh, put her on a vegan diet. So she's eating like vegan strawberry ice cream. I don't know. That sounds horrible to me. But. Oh, and just in case you were wondering, this spoonful right here probably has more carbs than eight of those bars we, I was just whining about. That's good stuff, Maynard. Oh, strawberry ice cream's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I don't want to make it too sappy, but... There you go. All right, so we covered the O'Tools and the Bundys. And we're going to in New York and Prince. And a little, and we touched on talking about Glenn, and we'll definitely talk about it more. I'm hoping to get my cousins in here, and we can all... Once we get the full setup and we can have a podcast where we just all kind of commiserate and try not to cry too much snot into the microphones. Wow. Eat that. All right. Thank you for listening to the Wilderness Law Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, that's a lot of sugar. And... We will see you next time. Goodbye. You want to say anything? Say goodbye. 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 I know, buddy. All right.